0: Hey, hey, hey loves, welcome back to another episode of Words from the B-Side with your girl, Coach Nita I am grateful that you guys were able to tune in for another week and another episode and another word Um, So, I'm hoping everybody's having a good week We are almost, literally guys, we're almost done with January And it is amazing to me how quickly time flies Like I literally... Um, was just coming into the new year, like, okay, I'm making my plans. I'm going on my trip for my birthday and all of those things. And now the trip is over and we're almost at uh, my first event of the year, which is my women's wellness brunch that I'm holding in DC. So by the time I come back again, I'll be telling you guys how that went. I am just getting back from California. And most of you know, I live in the DMV area. And when I tell you that California is a different setup. It is a completely different situation. I had a absolute ball. And me and my me and my line sister, we went together. And I don't think that there was a dull moment. Even though it didn't appear we were turned up and living this nightlife and at the clubs and all of those things. And we really didn't see any celebrities. We saw one. We saw Pooch Hall. But it was just such a good time. Like The food, the people we did encounter the beaches, just the laid back lifestyle they seem to live and the things that I aspire to. We rolled through Beverly Hills and, you know, we kind of just looked at celebrity houses and we were all in the mountains and looking at the views and it's just gorgeous. And I always tell people like, you know, I'm not a person who is a starstruck person, but I will tell you what I'm in awe of. I'm in awe of the lifestyle that they are afforded because of the the path that they chose or the path that was chosen and written in the books for them the houses the neighborhoods the the way it felt the whole setup I am in awe of that if I'm in awe of nothing else being able to just do what you want go wherever you want and I'm telling y'all that is why I um really love the fact that my heart And my spirit was called to be an entrepreneur because I want to be able to forge that type of situation and path for myself and my children. So it was really great. And for those of you who haven't been to L.A., I think you should definitely go. It's a great city. It's so much to do. There's not a dull moment. And let me tell you, I had the second best donuts of my life there at this place called Ralph's Donuts. So I'm just telling you all now, get out there and get hip to the game. So anyway, let's go ahead and jump into our segment, Ear to the Street, because I want to kind of talk about something really quickly. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but I want to talk about how Senator Kamala Harris from California, nonetheless, is running for president in 2020. And I have seen a lot of different posts from people, some who are excited that there is a woman of color that is running for office, and some that are scrutinizing her her record as a prosecutor and an attorney. And I look at it from this perspective. I don't want us to get hype that there is a Black person running, but I do want us to enjoy what it symbolizes. We can as women, and we can as women of color, always seemingly at the bottom of the totem pole, We can be powerful and we can make a difference and we can make an impact. And what I don't want is for who she is as a person to be scrutinized and torn apart by us as a community of women of color. What I want us to do is give her a fair shake and understand her position on different things, understand what she did, understand who she is and make informed, educated decisions to get behind her. And if she's not the candidate for you, that's fine. But I don't think as women of color, our community should immediately be bashing her for decisions that she made as a prosecutor. Be knowledgeable and find out for yourself. Don't just let someone else tell you and you let that be your informed decision. And that's how I feel about that, because I feel like President Obama got a bad, you know, he had a bad way to go because He had to straddle the fence. He couldn't make a mistake. And he had to try to look out for everyone, not just people of color. And a lot of people, I think, gave him a bad rap because they didn't understand the position that he had to play in order to play at all. And I think we beat each other up sometimes unfairly without having a clear picture of what things really are and what they really look like. And I would hate for her to walk into this race with that same expectation that same unrealistic unfair expectation we need to do away with that word in 2019 expectation so you know get out there get informed figure out what's going on because I'm still hoping my boy Cory Booker will run for president in 2020 as well I think they are really powerful dynamic people and I think we will really have a good chance of getting somebody in there who is really politically sound and is really Fighting for the people, all the people, not just people of color, because we are not just a world of people of color. We are a world full of people. And every person that's not a person of color is not a bad person or a racist person. And they deserve the same coverage as we do, even though I know we we definitely need a little bit more help in restructuring of the justice system and education and community. And my goodness, the list goes on and on. So. I'm going to move on from that. But I did want to share that. Get educated. Find out for yourself. Get the information for yourself. Don't let someone else be the one to tell you what it is that you need to do. Make an informed decision for you. And then show up. Show up at the polls. Your freaking vote counts. Black women are rocking the vote all over the place. And we are swaying. We are swaying outcomes, y'all, because we are powerful. So get out there and make a move. Make an impact. You know, let them hear your voice. So anyway, let's get on into Motivational Minutes. I wanted to kind of start off by just telling you guys that it's so significant. If you never do anything else in your life, you've got to figure out who you are. And let me tell you why I'm I'm coming to y'all with the figuring you out thing. I coach so many women who have no idea who they are because they are wrapped in. So many elements of life that have nothing to do with them and all those things that they are wrapped in begin to shape and form them as women. It begins to create that space in their lives where they forget who they are because they are so busy making sure everything else around them is okay and that they know who everyone else is and they know what everyone else wants, and they leave themselves out of that equation. And this can definitely apply to more than just women because there are there are men out here who don't know what they want either. But I'm speaking for us because I'm speaking for me and I'm speaking for every woman that I've encountered. And I've actually had the privilege of coaching to and through answering this question about figuring out who they were. So I know a lot of people want to know what that means to figure themselves out. But at the end of the day, what it really is, is it's just trying to understand who you are who are you and so what I want to share with you guys is just a couple of things that I think are helpful right in the effort in beginning the journey in beginning the process of taking care of yourselves in the way you need to take care of yourselves getting to that who am I getting to that who is, who what makes me how did I get this way um And so the first thing I think is really important and I want to share is that I think that people need to take the time out. Take the time out to understand who they are. Who am I? You know, who am I really at the core? Because if I can't look in the mirror and tell myself who am I, then I don't know very much and I can't really go very far because I'm not equipped properly with the correct information. You know, if you are walking around blind to who you are, how can you determine what you want? You know, how can you determine what direction you're supposed to go in? How can you even hear God when he's speaking to you to give you direction because you're without the full knowledge of self? You know, and I ask people, you know, some of the big things about purposefully becoming was to actually help people figure out their per- personal truths. And, and part of that personal truth is who? Who am I? What do I want? What made me? What made me this way? How do I fix some of the things that I don't really like about who I think I am and, and you know, figuring out the real truth about who I am? What made this? What made me this way? What has impacted the way that I even view myself as an individual? What has impacted the way that I see me? And There are tons of women out here who have no idea what that is until they really take the time to sit back and say, "Okay, who am I really at the core? What makes me happy? What brings me joy? I've asked so many women what brings me joy and they have no idea. They'll sing things like, oh, my kids, you know, things like that. And the reason why I tell people not to say, you know, not to allow their kids to be what brings them joy is because their kids are human beings all on their own with their own paths and destinies to fulfill. They can't be your joy because they have their own path to forge. A story was written for them that they have to go out there and live out. They can't be your joy. And I know that doesn't make sense to a lot of moms because even especially me, I love, like adore my children. They are everything. But I realize that who I am as a person and what makes me feel complete cannot come through them. It has to already be inside of me. So when they go out into the world to live their lives, I still am complete and I still have joy and I still have peace because it's internal to me because I figured it out. So definitely take the time out to understand who you are, what makes you happy, what brings you joy, what, you know, matures your peace level and keeps you in a state of total happiness. What gives you joy, peace and keeps you in a state of total happiness that your perspective is always positive, no matter what you might be going through, because you understand the dynamic of trouble in life and how it forms and, and, and how it matures and how it teaches and how it processes you for other areas in your life, for the other areas that you have yet to see or allow to manifest. That's what you need to get to. And in order to really take that time out, you have to understand what made that perspective your reality. What about what you feel about you when you talk about who you are as a person? What shaped that perspective? When I wrote my first workbook, that workbook was really designed to help women ask themselves the important questions about what it was that really truly made up who they were to themselves. Not to the world, but to themselves, because we often have a skewed perspective of what other people see. Sometimes people see things in us that we can't see because we're jaded by some experience, something we were taught, some way we were raised, someone we encountered, some relationship we were in, some friendship, you know, our education, our background. And one of the big ones is faith, Our faith can really, really shape perception and how we see things, how we see ourselves, where we're going. And that's huge because if your perception of yourself is not based in fact, you're not going in the right direction. And I really want you all to be clear about that. You have to be standing in personal truth in order to really be able to get to the place that God is calling you to. Your destiny is hinged upon your truth. Because when you can truly see the truth about you, you can make sound decisions about where you're going because you know what you want with clarity. You can hear God clearly. You have complete and total focus about what direction your life needs to be going in based on those truths that you know about yourself. So a lot of us are wandering. That's why a lot of us don't understand our purpose. Because a lot of us are wandering In this wilderness of life blindly because we think certain things about ourselves that is not factual. So in that evaluation that you're doing of yourself, when you're starting to think about who you are, what makes you up, what you're composed of, how did that come about? You've got to start parsing through what's not real. Like, you know, let me give you all an example I used to get into relationships and I would endure bad treatment. I would endure people that didn't listen to me, that didn't value my opinion, you know, that kind of brushed off my feelings, that made themselves more important and significant in the way that they felt about things, that were not faithful or loyal. I used to accept that because it was what I saw. And as I matured and I started to really build a self-awareness because I was committed to the process of that, I started to look back over why that became standard for me, why I was able to accept those types of things in my life. And the reason that I was is that because I endured love. I endured love from family as a child. You know, there are times where we realize that we can't actually control certain things. You know, when we become aware, we can't control things. And when we look up to certain people in our lives, especially as children, they are setting the tone for what we look at as love, as respect. You know what I mean? And so when they set that standard and the bar is really low because they themselves may not know what that is, they really project that behavior onto us. And some of us internalize it knowingly and some of us reject it But some of us internalize it unknowingly and I was there. I was enduring that love because I had to endure it with people that I didn't have a choice but to accept that as their way of loving me. And I think I've used that example before to some of my followers when I talked about understanding humanness. And so I began to feel like that's what relationships were supposed to look like. That is a lie. Because had I known what I wanted what worked for me, what I needed, how I needed to feel, how it needed to look for me in order for me to maintain that level of love and loyalty and you know, compassion and companionship with whoever it was, whether it be intimate or friendship or family or whoever, it had to look a certain way for me in order for it to work for me. Had I been in that position where I knew that, I would have rejected a lot of the situations that I found myself in in my life. And I think a lot of us can look at um, understanding who we are, knowing who we are, and being confident in that person, building and setting those boundaries and rules for ourselves based on that knowledge. But if you don't even begin the journey of understanding who you are and what works for you, you begin to accept things less than what it is that you really want because you're not confident enough in making a decision that works best for you. So, you know, that comes into what has shaped me and I want y'all to be deep about it. Don't surface level look at yourself and say, oh, when I'm getting to know myself, I'm oh, I'm kind and I'm smart, you know, and I'm good at accounting and I'm pretty. I can do my hair. I want y'all to get deep. I want you to get deep inside yourselves. I'm broken because of this. This thing beat me down to the ground and almost took me out. But I have the personal fortitude and I can stand on my faith enough to get out of it. And this was the thing. Call it out. Call it out what nearly broke you down. Call it out what made you vulnerable. Call those things out so that you can see them. So that you can know how to fix them because you you know what they are. You have to get to that place with yourself where you understand what it is that really makes you up. I'm emotional. I'm emotional because I have been hurt by friends who I gave everything to and they didn't reciprocate. So now I feel lonely and I feel abused and I feel beat down. Whatever it is, get deep into it. This person did this to me and it made me feel this way about myself and now I've taken ownership of that. I've taken ownership of that feeling and I've allowed that feeling to dictate the way that I show up for myself. Even if it means putting myself last and putting someone else first. You've got to get deep because that's what it takes to get to know who you are. It's not surface level. Nothing that you do in your life that's showing up in your life is surface level. It's deep. It's skin deep. It's deep down. It's down to your soul. And you got to know what that is, because if you don't know what it is, you can't teach anyone how to interact with you and you can't get on the right path to where you're supposed to be going because your truth is not known to even you. Set the stage for what that looks like. Understand what comes into play into how you see yourself. You know how we were raised, our parents, they really impact us even when they don't know it. You know your faith. Relationships You've been in your financial status, you know, that can impact the way you see things. You may not even have compassion for a person who struggles if you don't understand what struggle is. But you've got to learn how to be able to relate to any and everything, even if you don't know it for yourself, because that is the compassion you need to continue to grow as an individual. It keeps your mind open. It keeps you open to new things, even if you don't understand them, because it makes you hungry and thirst for the knowledge of things you don't know. That's how you grow. That's a part of figuring you out and and, and figuring out where you're going and what makes you tick. What brings you joy? What cultivates peace in your life? What makes you feel good about yourself? What keeps you motivated? And write these things down, y'all, because this is stuff that you really need to go to the drawing board with. In order to be able to determine what's next for you in this year, how can figuring me out get me to the next level? So once you have all that established and I had already mentioned boundaries, you know, setting boundaries, you can't set boundaries until you have clarity of self. Because what boundaries are you setting? That's key. I talk about boundaries all the time. And I think you guys probably hear about boundaries all the time because they're significant to protect the person that you're becoming. Because if you will let any and everyone close to you, they can damage the work that you've done, depending upon who they are, depending upon what type of person they are. You know, you those that's not what you want. You don't want your work undone. It's hard work getting to know you. It's a painful process of getting to know you. It's tiring. It takes a lot of commitment. It takes time. It takes it takes a real commitment to look at yourself. It takes courage. Um, and then, you know, those boundaries that you place in your life to to protect yourself and to teach others what's significant and important to you, and what you need, and what you desire, what you want, what you don't want. That puts you in a better position to start getting your goals in order, starting to decide where it is that you want to go. Because once you have those boundaries in place because you know you, there's so much more clarity. You can hear God so much better because all the clutter that stopped you from really being able to take the time to see you, taking the time to really get to know you, all of those things fall away. And there's clarity. You can come up with a plan, once you really have clarity of the goals that you have in mind for yourself. And of course, pray on those goals. Let those plans get deposited into you. So that means that figuring you out is also increasing your your level of communication and your spiritual your spiritual life, your level of communication with your creator. That allows you to start putting solid plans into place because they're being deposited in you because you can actually hear because now you don't have all the clutter. And then the last thing that I want to leave you guys with is just making sure that you are continuing to work on yourself because it's always going to be a work. You know it's always going to be a job. You're always going to be a work in progress. And that is not an excuse to say that you can fall back into old ways and that you could do things that don't benefit you. That's not what that's for. What it is, is to just simply be clear and real about the fact that you're always going to be doing the work it takes to get to the best version of you, whatever that version is. And you're you're committed to the process of working every single day to make sure that you continue To get to the next level of who you are so that the ease of living in peace and the ease of being happy and the ease of having positive perception and perspective in the midst of storms that will always come because we live life, that you'll be able to do that soundly and it will always happen. And it will always be something that is significant to you and you will never allow it to be on the back burner as you may have allowed it to be in earlier times in your life before you committed to the process. You know, before you committed to the personal journey of really understanding who you are, what you want, what makes you tick and what's going to help you grow, what's acceptable, what is not, what's next, what's the goal, how to accomplish it. And keeping God first in all things, because that's the key right there. And you keep him first, it'll keep you with clarity, it'll keep you with focus, it'll keep your purpose in mind, and you can start to walk divinely in your time, in your moment. So you can receive everything that God has for you, because that's the ultimate goal, right? Being who he has called us to be, making sure we are serving him, and making sure that in serving him, we are being a blessing to other people around us and being an example. So... I hope that that was helpful for you all and even just beginning the process. Because some people don't even know where to begin. And I want to be able to help any woman that I come in contact with or any man for that matter. Get on the personal journey to self. No matter how hard it might be, be willing. Be willing to do it. So share that with a friend. And if ever you need someone to be your cheerleader or someone to help you figure it out or someone to help you get to the answer of who am I and what do I want and to get through all of the things that will come up for you in that process and get you on the other side of it with a solid plan on what the rest of your life needs to look like for you. Definitely get on my calendar for a breaking through barriers call and you can do that on my website on my scheduler and we will talk for a couple minutes about what it is that you really see for yourself so that we can help formulate a plan for you to move forward. So anyway loves a couple quick announcements for PBC in the next couple of months. I did tell you guys that I'm taking coffee and combo on the road and I am going to do that. It is definitely a challenge finding venues that are great venues when you don't live in the state. But I am still working on that. So you guys be on the lookout for those flyers because they are coming. Um, and then also my Women's Wellness Brunch is Sunday. So by the time I talk to you guys, that will already have happened. Um, it's going to be a good time. I had some great sponsors. I have a couple of great panelists. I'm really excited about them coming through. And I just think it's going to be a really good um, time in sisterhood. For all of those people that are coming out and that will be in attendance. We're going to have a good time together. We'll have some spoken word, you know, we're just gonna have a good time and I'm excited. So I'm grateful to all who came and depending upon time in the year and schedule, I'm definitely going to try to do another brunch before Well, when the weather gets warmer because it's cold right now. And so I would definitely like to do another brunch in the city when the weather breaks and just have everybody come out and just you know have some new panelists and have some new sponsors and just really do it all again so thank you guys for that i also have a coffee and convo that's coming up saturday so i can't wait to tell you guys about how that went it's just going to be me this month where we're just really talking about a plan what roadblocks have gotten in your way what stops you from getting back up when you fall I really want to talk about that because it's been a little heavy on my heart lately because I've been experiencing some of that with someone that is really close to me. And I think sometimes we fall, we don't get back up. Some of us never get back up and some of us don't have the tools. Um, Some of us don't even know how to access the tools in our toolbox to do that. So I want to talk to the ladies about that on Saturday. And then There is going to be a webinar on February 6th. It is absolutely free. So if you want to get on, you have to get on the list so that the information can be sent out to you. So that's going to be really cool. I'm excited about that. And it is called setting the stage for more because I really want to set people up for their more. I want you to be set up for your more. What does your more look like? What does your more do for you? How do you begin to walk in your more? And I think that we all need to start forward thinking about what life looks like. Because life is too short and too precious not to to really access everything that God has for us. Position ourselves to be able to receive it. And so I'm excited about that as well. And then the group coaching program will start in March. The next session for six weeks. It will start, I think, March 8th. I believe if that's a Monday, if not, please go to the website. You can get more information and details on that. It's 750. This will go around for the six sessions and with that, you get a workbook, you get one coaching session and you get the six weeks of group coaching. So, it's going to be really great. It's going to be you're going to have to do the work. If you really don't want to do the work and it's called a change perception, so it is really the in-depth the in-depth process of truly Finding who you are and how to really really cultivate that person and how to really have a plan. So that's what we're talking about in 2019. Who am I? What do I want? And how do I get to it? And so a change perception is really going to be a powerful and it is a really powerful program, a really powerful and impactful program for anyone who enters into it. It will be at least three more iterations of it after March. So um, If you miss this one, it's capped at 15 seats. So if you miss this one, it's okay. You can always get on the list to enter into another. So that is it for me. And I am hoping you guys have a blessed week. Next, um, During the next podcast, I'm going to be bringing someone on. And yes, we're going to be talking about... The R. Kelly special, because I really want to talk about it from a victim's perspective. I want to talk about the impact of abuse on people who are abused at the hands of people they admire, love, trust and respect. I think people don't realize the impact. That special really brought me to tears. And so I wanted to kind of talk about it, not even as a part of the wave, but just as a victim myself. Of being abused by someone that I loved and trusted and respected. And the impact that it had on me. So um, I love you guys. I hope you have a great, amazing, fantastic week until we meet again. And if you need anything, you can email me at nita at purposefullybecoming.com without the E. And I will get back to you as soon as I can. Love you guys. And don't forget to afford yourself the same grace that you so often afford to others unknowingly